0: it do what it do what it do you are now here rocking with us this is the gold dirty bastards podcast formerly old dirty bastards so we just added the g because we're g's so we are now the gold dirty bastards um so right now let me introduce myself and my cohorts here i'm womack aka womesey and we also got nip over here where you at nip
1: right here man. right here
0: Yes, indeed. And then we also got Big Leo. Where you at, Leo? What's up? What's up, Big Leo five in the house? Room. What's up? <laughs> there, he is. there he is. That's what I thought. And also tonight, we have our very first guest. He's actually a real good friend of ours. Um, Nip and I actually went to school with him, so we know him for a while since middle school. Uh, he is our fight expert since we are going to be talking about fights tonight. Um, he has definitely authority over it. He's... Um, a uh jujitsu damn near master. He's got a black belt in jujitsu. He also does muay thai. He's been doing it for about what twelve years, somewhere around there. Yeah, we um, had to bring in the g- to we had to bring him. on the big
1: guns for the fight talk tonight.
0: Yeah, yes, for sir. sure. So we're gonna introduce to you right now. We got E Major. What else? What up, E? What up? What, e? up, what, what
2: up? up? What up? What up? Yo, 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 yo. Live from Las Vegas. Appreciate y'all reaching out.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. You know what I'm be talking about. He's
2: going to
1: be rocking with us on uh, all the fights all the time, all that shit. Boston, so, UFC. Yeah, sure. All that good stuff. We're going to do like we used to do back in the day get drunk, eat some fucking pizza, watch some fucking fights, talk some shit.
2: <laughs> for sure. All that shit. For sure, for sure. Except we ain't hitting the club after.
1: <laughs> not in not in the COVID fucking
0: new normal shit.
3: Now we got links for the fights.
0: Yeah, yeah that's true. We got links for sure. <laughs> Doing that. Okay. So um, so first thing we'll get into, we're gonna get into the uh let's talk about this Loma
2: versus Lopez fight that just happened. What's going on with that? how was a good ass fight. Good fight, definitely what boxing needed. I also like the the mm-hmm. production. I thought that the production of um it had almost like a WWE, and I don't say that in a bad way, but it had like a big stage feel as far as the walkouts and everything. I think the UFC is kind of missing on that aspect, you know, on Fight Island. Whereas when uh, Lomo walked out and when Lopez walked out, it really seemed like it was like a big event feel. and almost gave me that nostalgia feel of when we actually had crowds. I thought it was an excellent fight.
1: Yeah, that shit was live. I I was saying on my um, personal Facebook how nothing compares to me personally, nothing compares to a big boxing fight, not even a UFC fight, not even a Super Bowl. And football is my favorite sport, but that boxing big fight just has an electricity that fucking can't be a – can't be matched, I think. I
2: agree. Yep. I, I agree. I agree. I totally agree. Even
1: though,
3: yeah, even though it was on ESPN for free, it still had a vibe of a pay-per-view fight.
2: Yeah, so what y'all think about the fight?
1: Yeah, I thought it, I thought it was a good fucking fight. I thought it was uh, it had a nice little flow to it. I thought Loma messed up by not coming in, ready to fight from the beginning. He tried to, I think he underestimated Lopez a little bit, thinking he could just play with him for a while, figure him out, and then he was just going to take over and step on him. But that shit did not happen. Lopez stood strong, fired back. Um, he gave away a lot of rounds toward the end, but I, I definitely thought he did enough to win. I, I scored at 8-4. I could have seen it closer, um, but I definitely thought it was we had a clear victor in that fight. and And the judges' scorecards were a little wide, but I mean, mm-hmm. it was a good fucking fight back and forth.
3: I like yeah, that yeah. shit.
2: Yeah, action. I actually was surprised by. Uh, Lopez surprised me because I know he had the power, but I think technically he fought a he fought a brilliant fight for the most part. I mean, he was in the pocket, he was using head movement and footwork and I thought he fought a brilliant fight. I had it. I think I had my scorecard 7-5. I had gave um I gave Lopez the first seven except for round 2 and then I gave Lomo, 8 through 11, and then I think Lopez, you know, clearly won uh, the 12th round. But I thought overall it was a really great fight. It was exciting. It's what we need, you know, in a sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. We need more of that. So, absolutely. And, Lo-
1: and, and Lopez stood strong at the, at the 12th. We had talked about that mm-hmm. earlier on the phone. Uh, he stood his ground in that 12th. Everybody kind of thought, like, you know, Lomo's going to take over, get this shit, get a draw, get a, get to sneak out with the win. But Lopez stood there and was throwing some solid hooks, backed him up a little bit got in his face and um definitely definitely took control of that twelfth round and, and that shit pretty much solidified it, it gave him the fight for sure.
2: Championship uh, bro championship. Yep, I mean championship when we're talking about the 12th round, yeah. round man and, and, and I, I had the same feeling. Um I thought the scorecard was close. I mean I thought the twelfth round possibly not not necessarily on my scorecard, but possibly if Lomo won it, he could have maybe snatched the victory in the judge's eyes. Um, but he came out, Lopez came out and just, you know, really put it on him and clearly took the 12th round, you know, with the, with the, with the power punches and just the overall volume and connect percentage. He was, he was definitely fought a brilliant fight. Shouts out to him.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's what that's I thought a too. A
2: that was a per- no, go ahead, Leo.
3: Uh, no, I was going to say, yeah, that was the first time me, uh, seeing Lopez fighting. Yeah. He surprised me. So that was a good ass uh effort and, and he did, and he did his thing. So shout out to Lopez.
0: Exactly, and that's what I thought at first, though. Too, um, even though no, I no, 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 L- no, 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 no. You no, what you, you no, got no mistakes, what?
1: you picked Loma. Oh,
0: Loma nah, you ain't- Only, <laughs> see, only one, you- person, only one person picked see, Lopez. Nah, I don't nah. And get only one, face one person that won shit.
1: that money, that three to one odds, baby. That's see, true. There hey, this, see, there goes, see, there goes this motherfucker. That's what happens when Leo motherfuckers run their mouth. Yeah, look, this is what happens when
0: motherfuckers run their mouth and they don't let motherfuckers finish what they was gonna say. I said I initially had Loma winning, but I said that there was openings that motherfucking Lopez would find, and I told you that. But well, who did I you pick, like,
1: though? That's what counts.
0: Yeah, I, I said I picked. Who gives a fuck what I picked? I already told you. What I fucking the fuck you I mean picked together? Loma. <laughs>
1: this
0: guy. Yeah, but it, it went exactly what I said. I said. I said, motherfucker. I say it. I'll say it. Fucking guy, this sound like the, a the, Looney Tune <laughs> <and> shit. <laughs> all the, I'll say it. I'll say it. What a loony ass nah. pick. No, nah, but that's what it was. I said I got Loma just because he maybe his experience, but it wouldn't surprise me if Lopez would find those openings that Lomachenko leaves and take advantage of them and that's what happens. He was hitting them to the body, he was getting them upstairs and then like you said, he won the first, you know, few rounds. Loma tried to kind of come back in the, the latter part, but you know what I mean, whatever um, fucking Lopez just mustered up, yeah. especially in that twelfth round, like you said, like he he found those openings. Mm-hmm. Like I knew Loma would give up because he doesn't he doesn't block that shit, especially when you bombard him with a lot of those punches. He fucking got cracked with an uppercut like twice. He got hit with body shots like just the shit I knew mm-hmm. because Lopez is actually good at finding those openings. So yeah, I said Loma was gonna win, but I knew that
2: Lopez was gonna find those openings. I yeah, actually, Loma. So, I actually want to give a shout out to Lopez. Um, and not even just for that fight, just for the simple fucking fact that, you know, him and his father, they seem like they really want all the smoke and they're down to fight mm-hmm. whoever. Uh, me and Nick oh, was talking yeah, about sure. it earlier. You know, he says he wants to fight Devin Haney. They want the big fights. They want mm-hmm. that smoke. They're trying to get wrecked. And I like that shit because so too many times politics is ruining boxing. You know what I mean? And and it seems like they really want to fucking, uh, it really seemed like Lopez wants to fight. So you know what I'm saying? And I like that and it, it seems like he's definitely ready to fight and he wants that smoke with whomever. So that's always great yeah. for watching in this landscape.
3: Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he did his homework, uh uh Lopez. He even said that uh he knew that Loma didn't fight for what fourteen months. So he took you know, he knew that uh he could beat he could beat him. So shout out to him, yeah.
1: Yeah, but um as I was saying um prior to the fight, the thing with Loma is I believe he's very overhyped. Um, they crowned him off of I don't know what they crowned him off. The dude only had 14 fights and he had a loss. He lost to Salido in his second fight, and everybody wanted to dismiss that as oh he's a rookie going against a vet, and weight games were played and low blows and I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I mean? If you're gonna if you're gonna have people claiming pound for pound, everything's getting analyzed, every fucking thing, and you can't put him over Canelo who has been proven to fight big fights perform on pay-per-views has loma even sold a fucking pay-per-view i don't fucking think so you can't be so. you can't be pound for pound and not be able to sell a fucking pay-per-view
2: i don't understand how you can be pound for pound and have under 20 fights you know what and I mean? a loss and a loss especially if you're not just fighting just killers and not to say that you know not to say that some of his wins aren't credible wins but he hasn't been fighting killers period. And if people want to knock me for it, I mean, it just is what it is. So, you know what I mean? So, I think, yeah, it was premature and, and, and crowning him pound for pound, especially when you have a lot of guys, Canelo, Spence, Crawford, that are putting in work, you know, in those upper divisions and had been and hadn't been losing on those big platforms. And I think that Lopez definitely brought that to the forefront. Like, hey, no, some dudes out here that is really getting wrecked and really getting busy. And um, it's a different ball game up here. So, you know... Nah, he...
1: He uh, talked the talk and walked the walk. He backed all his shit up. He talked that shit, but he backed it up. And that's what we like to see in our boxers. You know what I mean? I want to see a dude mm-hmm. who can talk a shit and back it up. That's the, the greatest of all time I've been able to do that.
2: So what do you guys think? Shoulder injury. So i talking about surgery injury. He needs surgery. Damage control or, legit, or legitimate injury.
0: It's almost like that Pacquiao shit he fucking pulled after he fought Floyd. Like, oh yeah, I fucking I injured my shit fucking before, but I didn't want to say nothing. But I man, fuck out of here with that shit, dude. You got your ass whooped, and that's basically all it is. Don't make no fucking excuses for getting your ass whooped. Like you got your ass whooped, take the L and fucking just move on <laughs> to the next fight. Fucking none of this shoulder bullshit. I mean, I believe, I believe,
1: here. I believe it's a little bit of a little bit of both actually. I think he maybe did have the shoulder injury and mm-hmm. then after that performance he's like fuck it let me just get it done that'll that'll give me an excuse i think it was a little bit of both what do you think about a rematch uh rematch i got lopez again i,
3: I would, yeah i would like to see a rematch yeah that would be sick put that shit on espn for free uh i'd <laughs> rather
1: see there's better fights out there for them,
2: both i would rather see lomo take the loser of some of these other upcoming fights like uh maybe take the loser of um if tank gets past his next opponent Santa Cruz and Devin Haney gets past his new opponents. Maybe tank takes one of those, lo- I mean, excuse me, maybe Lomo takes one of those losers, you know, because I don't think he's going to immediately want to jump back in the front pan and gets no world beater, especially if he's getting surgery. No. And like Nip said, I think there's other fights to be made. Um, Lopez at the top of the division, there's Stevenson uh, coming up. And then obviously Devin Haney, tank, those, all can produce extremely good fights, exciting fights and shit we want to see. So, I mean, I definitely would like to see a rematch, rematch with Lomo, maybe, but I don't think it's on the forefront of what what needs to be done in that division right now. No, I, I, I
1: was going to say, I don't even think that, um, I don't even think Lomo belongs at 135 for sure. He, since he's been up there, he's had three fights. He didn't do well against Campbell. He won the fight, but he didn't look very impressive. He got dropped against Lenaris. And um, he won the fight, but he did get dropped and he didn't look very impressive. And then this Mm -hmm. would be the third fight in a row where he wasn't really doing any damage to people. Um, He wasn't he didn't have it doesn't look like his power carried up. So I think his best move would be to go back down to 30 and the fight. I want to see him fight. I don't know what weight they would do it at, but I've been calling for this fight. Him and Mikey Garcia for years. I think that's a great matchup. I think Mikey gets him, but I think it's a sick ass matchup
2: they have to do it at 35, though, because I don't think Mikey can make 130.
1: Yeah, not after the spend shit.
2: Yeah, I don't think he can make 130. I even think 35 is a stretch. I think that's a big thing. And I don't know. Lomo might have problems making 130 now, too. Even though he went up, he is getting older. You know what I mean? And as, as a person gets older, that weight cut does get more severe in terms of affecting your performance and in terms of you mm-hmm. just being able to make it. So I don't know that he might have actually outgrown 130. So I mean, he probably needs to stay at 135, but we'll see. I mean, not to be biased, but Romo Khan is a cherry picker. I don't think he really wants to step in that in that frying pan with these young bulls right about now. I think he's going to take a take a little sabbatical rest up and then come back and fight a fight the brooklyn brawler some cab drivers and shit like
0: that <laughs> yeah, but he got, he's, he started hella late though he had all he had like 400 what 400 amateur fights before he people
1: use that as a positive but i see that shit as a negative if you, oh, got, that's way if negative. you got 400 fights and you got two gold medals who the fuck is two gold medals like what stopped you from going pro you got you're 32 yeah. and you only got 15 professional fights
0: like, man, it's like you wear out. He's you so out. overhyped, though,
1: bro. He got, like, a fan base that just really jocks him in. And it's a lot of casuals. Um, And I was on their body and all them fools on Facebook, on fucking <laughs> IG. I had a couple Fuck of fools guys. try to tell me, I don't know shit about boxing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we seen that shit was bogus.
0: Who, who who won the foe whatever? The foe something. Won their money from that shit. But, yeah, it's just, man, you, wait, you exhaust like all, like, it's like wasting your prime years on you know what i mean just fucking doing nothing and by the time you get up it's too late where you could have been build your pro career probably even better than what it was you know what i mean so there might have been no discussion of who was pound for pound but since you started so late and you fucking use up a lot of your mileage on them fucking amateur fights like now you fucking gassed out at 32 you know what hmm. I mean? It's like, man. He's...
1: And I find it funny that, you know, they everybody hated on Floyd for doing similar style. They would talk so much shit about he runs, he runs. But Loma runs more than fucking Floyd be running, bud. Loma be all over the place running. He would be ducking and dodging shit. I mean, and he wasn't even throwing them for six rounds.
2: I mean, let's put things into perspective. Floyd at 135 was a fucking killer. Like, he was- he yeah, got Corrales. Out. Corrales, Castillo, he right. was putting people out. That probably was his most- effective weight when he was at 135 he didn't really get into being mainly defensive until he got up to like 40 really 47, yeah. no, 47 is when he really started to but if you look at he started
1: doing football, the money the money Mayweather. that's when he yeah. started doing the when he, was
2: pretty boy, he was offensive you know what i mean he was both if he's always been a de- defensive savant but when he was 135 he was a killer and he was putting people mm. out and you know he had a completely different style you know what i mean and that's with fragile guns. so you know it's just it's just one of those things bro
1: I don't get the bias that we seem to have towards Eastern European fighters. I don't. I don't understand that shit. Kovalev was the same shit. Everybody hyped him up crazy, and I never seen what they saw. Um, I seen a guy with a little bit of power, and 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 he didn't have that boxing technique. He had a good like one two, but I just never seen what they saw in him and Gennady as well. I don't think Gennady has ever been um, as much as they hyped him out to be.
2: So I just no, don't get the whole shit
1: with this Eastern European shit. But, but it mean, is what just, it is.
2: I mean it goes back though. I mean, even fucking even and not necessarily Eastern European, but like seen uh Prince Hassim, he was super hyped ah, up, yeah. right? Back in the day, he was super hyped up yeah, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They get behind somebody because they're different or because they're you know, they're out of the norm and they push them and they push them and they program people to say, yeah, this is a dude. This is a dude. And, and, you know, a lot of casual fans, they're going to go ahead and they're going to ride that wave and they're going to get behind that fucking Ricky Hatton. I mean, let's not forget Ricky Hatton. Mm-hmm. He was super. He had a huge fan base and everybody was behind him. He was so tough. And then he ends up in a bar snorting, blowing, drinking hella beers. He <laughs> <laughs> that and was him. it. I uh,
0: think we watched that fight at your house, huh, Nip? I think we fucking seen that Ricky Hatton and... uh
2: the fucking ass. Floyd
0: fight. I think that was at your at your uncle's house. We fucking watched oh, yeah, that that's shit. You guys, that was that was the beginning of the end, I think, for that dude. Because ever since you that know, fight, that was you know who Loma kinda reminds
1: was. me of though? Now that I think now that we're talking about the European shit, and kind of reminds me of Amir Khan, how he used to get hella hyped up and he used to get dropped. I mean, I, I would say Loma's better than Amir Khan, but just that like you said, that certain dynamic people want to see. And um yeah, I just feel like he kinda reminds me of him lightweight.
2: I mean, in defense of Amir Khan, Amir Khan got dropped. Amir Khan isn't a—he didn't—he didn't duck anybody. You know what I mean? He definitely fought Canelo. He definitely wants to smoke, regardless of whatever. And I've always said that. Me and Nip have talked about. It. I've always said that he wants to fight, though. You know now? Yeah, no, yeah, I respect that. And that's what I respect. But definitely, I thought he was overhyped. A lot of people were saying, "Oh, no, he could beat Floyd. He could beat this person. He could beat that person." And it's just like they said he
1: could beat Pacquiao, Pacquiao but he would have got folded by Pacquiao. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Pacquiao would have clocked sleep quick.
1: The, the fucking Canelo KO of uh, Khan was fucking legendary. Khan Sato, he put his ass out. Yeah,
2: that shit was <laughs> fucked up, man. Dude, that's pretty bad, bro. Oh,
0: shit. All right, cool. So well, that was good. Like uh, Overall, good fight for uh, Lopez, dude. I, w- I was very entertained with that shit. Knew it was going to happen. Like I said, I know I-, I picked Loma, but that's only because he was just a veteran,
2: mm-hmm. and I
0: don't Lopez went the full distance of a fight. Has he ever gone the full distance of a fight? I don't think so. I don't think he's ever gone four twelve. He
2: never won a four twelve, and that was our. If, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, but that was our first big fight since quarantine, right? As far as boxing, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Our first did, yeah. yeah. I mean, we had the boxing. Charlo. They had some UFC, UFC, yeah, had some boxing. Yeah, but we had the Charlo brothers, right? But that wasn't like it didn't give you that mega mm. fight feel. You know what I'm saying? Where nah, they, like, their yeah.
1: opponents, their opponents weren't. It wasn't as, even if it was a matchup.
2: Yeah. So I mean I was that was definitely good. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, good fight. And we got some so good fights watch.
1: coming up too. We got um Tank Davis and uh Santa Cruz. How we got that? um we got Kel Brook and uh Crawford was just announced, I believe, November thirteenth. And then we also have we also have uh Errol Spence taking on Danny Garcia, which is gonna be well, a good fight. Like all at all. Yeah, yeah. In December.
2: And then we got my man D.H. Devin Haney fighting now. Even though he's fighting oh. Gamboa, I like to see Devin Haney fight. I really think he's the future of. I think he's the future of boxing, really. You know, from a, from from a standpoint. So I'm interested to see how he does against Gamboa, and hopefully that can set up a fight with um, Lopez because Lopez's father was on ESPN yesterday, I believe, and he was saying that's the next fight he wants. He says we want, you know, Devin. And, Haney, that's who we want. So. And Haney's um, from the city, right? Haney's from. I guess he was born in the city, but he they claim he claims Oakland at least on a thing. But you know, whatever. Saw okay. that shit. Same thing. He's from the soil, man. He's from the soil, man. You know what I mean. Yeah, I he heard some. I heard some
1: shit that um. It. Haney's father was saying that Lopez had sparred with them and he couldn't get shit. He couldn't land shit on Haney. I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't see that. I didn't see that shit myself, but I heard one of my uh, people who told me that shit. So I don't know if that's true or not. But that's something to
2: look into. I know, I know the they came o. up through the ranks, and I know um. Tank said he sparred with both of them, I'm pretty sure. He said he sparred with Lopez, I think, before. And he said he sparred with Haney before as well. So I, I like that, okay. though. I like, I like those dudes in that division. I like Haney. I like Tank. I like Lopez. And then Stevenson's on to come up, too. So I think we have some exciting fights. And then you, you figure those dudes are all young fighters, so they have room to go up to the 140, to 147. And then you have the Kell Brooks and the, and the, and the Spences and the Crawfords in that. So, I mean, looking forward yeah. to the future of – of those divisions, you
1: got, he got he awesome. got Ryan Garcia, Ryan Garcia in there too, which would be a good matchup for Haney. They yeah. fought in the amateurs. Haney took him out, so it would be good, good to see that rematch. They both got the speed.
2: Yeah, I like to see Yeah, that and, I think,
1: well.
3: yeah and I think they're all under twenty five. So boxing yeah, has a good future, great future.
0: Yeah, yeah that At shit ain't dead like bro. they saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they was hating on boxing for a quick minute. Same like UFC, Was you know what I mean? New shit, no one watches boxing no more. But obviously, yeah. I mean, they
2: was hating on boxing when Floyd was still putting up spectacular numbers. And Pac-Man was putting up numbers. So I don't know how they came to that you know realization. There was a lull maybe like after Pac-Man and Floyd kind of retired. There was kind of like a lull because there was no big star to really push it. And that's when uh, GGG, it seemed like, got a lot of praise and a lot of the push. But I don't think he could carry it like that. So boxing still kind of... Looking for that next star, you know.
1: Well, Canelo took over that shit.
2: He mm-hmm. did absolutely. Yeah, he did absolutely. But good.
1: now he's having the promotional issues with the Zone and uh Golden Boy, so we need to see that dude get in the ring again.
0: yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Yeah, I like Canelo. A another lot, Vegas man. trip, another Vegas trip. I think so.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you guys want to talk a little uh, pound for pound? ESPN, well, yeah, ESPN exactly. had uh, dropped their shit today. I'm their so updated right. shit. So you right. got the
0: list, Womack. Um yeah, here yeah, I got it. What you um okay, so number one, they had Terrence Crawford at number one. Number two, they got Canelo. Um, number three, they got Naola Inu how the hell you said He's pretty raw. Mm-hmm. Um four, they got Errol Spence, five, they got uh Lopez, six, they got Lomachenko, seven, they got Oleksandr Usyk. Is that how you say his name? Usyk. I don't know how you say this these fucking foreign names just don't Usyk. mind me i don't know how to Alexander up this Usyk
1: he he was a cruiserweight now he's a
0: heavyweight uh nice um so 8 they got Tyson Fury 9 they got Juan Francisco Estrada and then number 10 they got triple g g g g g
3: there's and no moyorga there. in that list no no ah no. oh, god no chocolatito, chocolatito,
0: chocolatito either no chocolatito chocolatito
3: chocolatito
2: uh, let's no, let
1: man. Ewa kick the shit off on his thoughts on this one, since he's a uh, the fight analyst. I, think,
2: I mean, I think they did Canelo wrong. I think Canelo definitely should be number one. Um, and I, think hey, I just based right off, off of just big fights. You know what I mean? Big fights. And if you look at just his overall resume, the only person he's lost to is Floyd, and he's fought some killers. So I mean, I think that. Mm-hmm. And, I'm not, and I'm not mad at Crawford because Crawford is one of my one of my favorite fighters right now. But I definitely think that just Canelo earns that respect just because his resume and his strength of schedule is just stronger than Crawford's at this point. So, I mean, that's
3: some respect on that.
2: Absolutely. I still think Lomachenko is too high. Um, You know, I don't,
1: you know, I don't got that dude in my top 10. I I don't know. I put actually, I put triple, I put
2: triple
0: G G G ahead of, Mm -hmm. I put triple G ahead of uh, Lomachenko, honestly, like still, even though triple G. He had them two losses to Canelo, but I could see that I'd, honestly. I could see that.
2: Let me see who else. Uh, Tyson Fury. I mean, I guess I think, I think, I think, really, after you get past like the top five, it's kind of really you know, super opinionated. You know what I mean? Um, you could kind of throw anybody in there. I definitely think when we're looking at, at, at the top of the top, the creme de la creme, I think you have to go Canelo, Crawford. Um, I like Spence. I didn't like Spence's last performance. I thought he actually lost to uh, me and you both said the same you know shit. I mean? But but I think he's I think he's definitely solid. I think he has a has a good resume as well. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's about it. I think Lopez belongs there. I mean, I think you can't have him there if you had Lomachenko at number one and he beat the pound for pound great. You cannot have him in your top ten pound for pound if you know if you're outside with that. So.
0: Yeah, he's at five, so I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, he's just a new champion, and he beat Loma, but like you said, them other fighters are a little bit more established than Lopez, but you can't discredit Lopez for that shit.
1: Now, I was just going to say, I think I might have to put Lopez ahead of Spence just off this one fight, because Spence ain't really fought nobody, and he I, he lost to Porter. I mean, Porter was digging to the body. He was dogging him out. He got the late uh, knockdown of Porter, but... Porter outworked him, like, and he made it look—he made it look kind of easy, like he was just dogging him out the whole fight, in my opinion. Um, and L- L- Lopez got them spectacular knockouts, and then this big fight over Loma. Uh, I mean, it ain't like nothing—the it ain't nothing major, but I think I would probably put Lopez a little bit ahead of Spence, and I want to see Spence Crawford. Um,
2: Definitely want to see that.
1: I think Crawford gets him. I, I got Crawford as my number two, or, or I would say a 1A behind Canelo. Um, I have Canelo for the same reasons he was said. E-Major said that he's uh, he's got the record, he's got the resume, and he's selling pay-per-views. To me, like that's a big thing And being pound for pound. I don't even know what the fucking criteria is. It seems to like switch around, and I think Aram has a lot of influence on that shit because his fighters always seem to end up on top. Terrence Crawford, now you see he's on the ESPN. Of course, he's on the ESPN list, but um, (laughs) but yeah, I definitely got I got I got I got um Crawford as my one A, and I feel like he has the potential to be um to definitely take over that number one spot in the near near future. Uh, a victory over Spence would definitely catapult him over Canelo in my book. Uh, Anouye, a little bit high, he hasn't really beaten too many people. And Loma, like I said, I don't have him in top five. Maybe not even top ten. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Go
1: ahead, y'all. I mean, y'all can kick your shit.
0: I mean, I'm straight. I mean, I'm I'm good. I, you know, I yeah. I ain't a boxing savant mm-hmm. like the rest of y'all. But I mean, yeah. I'm you know other than the top five. I mean, I'm you know it's the whatever. You could fucking scramble names if you want that on that lower, on the lower ten. So it's whatever.
2: Now we got a we got a big fight coming up this weekend switch pace a little bit we have the ufc coming up uh fight island mm. and we have khabib versus just justin gaethje what what do we like about this fight guys what are we thinking about this fight what are your opinions on this fight do you like the matchup do you not Yeah, a dope-ass fight yep. i'm ready to watch it <laughs> Yeah, now are you some Florida Kanye popping off on a Saturday (laughs) night? Yeah, I think that's what it is. I I love this fight. I mean, I I think this is—I think this is going to be the most difficult opponent for Khabib. Um, Justin Gaethje's been on a roll. He's knocked out the last four dudes he's fought, including Tony Ferguson. He has that wrestling background, Um, so I think it's an exciting fight. Yeah, for sure.
3: Hell yeah! Especially Good. when he wrestled the bears, bear cubs, when he was a little ki- little ass kid. So hell
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> wrestling Boo Boo. He ain't fucking get Yogi. He fucking got. He was fighting Boo Boo, and ain't fight Yogi though. Um, but yeah, I mean, Khabib. Look, I'm a big Khabib fan. I think he's just he's
1: yeah, too you savage. You know, You're chilling with all the bots and shit. <laughs> I don't fuck with, Drinking like hella that. Vodka with Putin. With
2: Putin, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't
0: fuck with that dude. <laughs> but um, but not nah, Khabib. Um, but I just like his ground game. I mean. That's his sauce, you know what I mean? Khabib's sauce is definitely the fucking the ground and pound, and like once he gets you down there, it's almost a wrap for damn near fucking anybody. I mean, he's undefeated. Um But his stand up, like you said, I mean, I think it's all right. Y'all kind of have a different opinion on that, but I mean, Gaethje, this definitely, like you said, he's the best opponent he's probably faced. Like Gaethje's stand up is pretty decent, and like you said, he's a wrestler, so Khabib might have a little bit of problems just because he's fighting some dudes. You know what I mean? Who actually likes being on the ground as well. Um, I, mean I, think so he have problem I mean, I think
2: that's something that we definitely have to pay attention to. And I think that will be really the telltale early in the fight we'll be able to see as to, to what's what. And what I mean by that is we have to look and see, A, can Khabib get him down? And not only can he get him down, how much effort does it take for him to put him down? And then can he hold him down and vice versa? Because if... Justin is able to stuff a lot of takedowns, or able to make takedowns difficult, or able to pop back up and pepper Khabib. It could be a difficult fight for Khabib. Um, I think that Justin one, one of I think one of his Achilles' heels is him like a lot lot of the MMA fighters is sometimes they move away from their base when they get to MMA. For instance, he's a wrestler, but predominantly when you look at his record, it's filled with knockouts. And he's more in love with the striking. Recently, he did an interview with Brandon Schwab, and he basically was saying, yeah, I don't like to wrestle in MMA because it takes a lot of energy for me to wrestle. I think that's a bad thing to say when you're dealing with somebody that's as, um, that has such a wrestling pedigree or high pedigree of wrestling as Khabib does and that stays on you all fight. And um, I was watching the countdown and was watching Justin Gaethje and watching his training, and he brought in his old wrestling coach, and he does have some wrestlers there, which I think will help him, obviously, with with getting off the ground. But then when you look at Khabib's camp, Khabib and his – team are all from Dagestan and that's like a region where the wrestlers are top top notch I'm talking about world champion level he deals with these guys on a daily basis and I think that the pressure and just the overall grind that he's going to put is going to be a lot to deal with so I think it's going to be an exciting fight um I like like I agree with Womack I love Khabib's game (laughs) I like the fact that I think he probably is the fucking is the antithesis of an MMA grappler. I would say him and Damian Maya, um, they do it differently Damian Damien Maya. More, you know, he's more submission oriented. He can play off of his back and he can play on top. But Khabib too, he gets a hold of you and he just kind of beats the will out of you and then usually goes for submission. So, having said that, what are you guys' picks for the fight? I'm riding with.
1: I'm riding with. Uh, I'm riding with Khabib. Um, I think he's going to be a little bit too much for Gaethje. And I have seen Gaethje lose some fights. He lost to Eddie Alvarez and Poirier. And um, I just think like, I think Khabib's on another level right now. I think it'll be an entertaining fight. Uh, I, I had said probably fourth round stoppage, submission, choke out, some shit like that. Um, And I think, yeah, I think Khabib. It's just yeah, like he's on another fucking level, and I don't think Gaethje can fuck with him. But I mean, Gaethje's got skills. He could, he could, like you said, he could strike. He he's a better striker overall. Where where I give uh, Khabib credit as a boxer, he's pretty good boxing. But I think Gaethje like can throw the kicks, the knees, and the elbows, all that type of shit. Whereas I've never really seen Khabib do that kind of stuff. Um, and just to touch on the the grappling, I think uh, Usman should be in that list too.
2: Yeah, Usman's a good grappler, Um, but I think there's people ahead of him. I just think that just because, I mean, he's good at controlling, but when we're talking about actually you know, advancing the position. More aggressive, yeah, yeah. yeah. And advancing positions and things like that, I don't think he has it, but Usman's dope. I mean, I like him a lot as a fighter, but I think when we're talking about just MMA grappling and really being aggressive on the ground and advancing positions, I think there's some guys over him. I mean, you know, St. Pierre was a really good grappler. I mean, if we're gonna say it, yeah, it no really good. NPR, I mean, there's a lot of people. I think with Khabib striking, I think he's an opportunistic striker. I think that once he gets you down and he beats on you for a minute, it definitely opens up his striking a lot more because then you're worried about, okay, is he gonna take me down again? I think that's what happened in the Connor fight where he dropped Connor around three or round four because Con- around three, I believe, because Connor was so focused on not getting taken down that he was able to come over the top and connect. So I think he is an opportunistic striker, and I think he just kind of drains your will you know if he's on top of you for five minutes and just pounding on you beating on you advancing his positions and then you guys stand That's what he does. Up, yeah and you have that lactic acid build up in your arms and he starts to go after you so i mean i think he uses it well like nip said he doesn't really use punches and kicks i don't know that he really has to because he can you know use his jab and use his his job in a straight right to kind of control the distance and then he usually shoots in and presses you up against the cage once he gets you up against the cage you know, you're, you're going down on times out of 10.
1: No doubt.
2: Who you got, Leo? I'm
3: going to go with Khabib. Simple fact that, you know, he used to wrestle uh, bears when, <laughs> when he was a kid. Since, so, you know, <laughs> if you got beard. that in your... Yeah, if you have that in your resume,
1: I'm going to go with Khabib. You taking a stoppage or you think it's going to go over or under? What the fuck? Uh,
3: I think it's again, I'm with the... When the yeah, uh, stoppage. i say fourth.
2: Yeah, yeah I agree. Should be a Cole good-ass Harden. fight,
3: though. I'm ready.
0: Yeah, I,
2: got, I, I got, agree. I got Khabib I, in the fourth too, or, or buy the fourth. I gotta buy submission in the fourth. I, I think rear naked choke. I think rear naked choke four rounds. Up. Oh,
3: calling kind the of, nice already calling it.
0: All right. Yeah, I'm telling you, I got Khabib too. Just for the every time I see Khabib fight, he just once he gets on you, he just beats the fuck out of you, and there ain't nothing you can do. Like he he throws elbows and fucking forearms and just whatever he can't throw at you, he throws at you. Like he just beats your fucking ass when you're mm-hmm. down there. And that shit is just like, I mean, we already see what happened to Connor, but we already knew Connor was a McTapper anyway. But still, it's just like when he got him on the ground, it was just like it was a fucking rap. And I don't think there's anything too many people can do once they get down there, and he just starts fucking unloading on you. To, yeah, I mean, it's just hard that, into, as,
2: a, as a fighter and yeah. as a fighter in general, when somebody's on top of you and you're carrying their weight. And they're consistently just you know, bombing on you, consistently trying to get a better position. It's, it's a lot because you're carrying their weight, and it's really disheartening, and it can take a lot of people's hearts. So I think it is. What do you guys think about after this, though? Because there's a lot, of, a lot of talk about Khabib retiring. There really isn't anybody for him to fight after this.
1: I just seen I mean, an interview saying true. he wants to fight uh, St. Pierre. That's his dream fight. So hopefully they can make that shit happen. Oh, I long long be... know.
2: I, it's weird because I think earlier in the year, or maybe it was last year, there was a picture of St. Pierre cutting weight to try to make, I believe 160 for that, for one of those dream matchups, either him and McGregor or him and Khabib. And he was able to make the cut. But then recently he went on a record and basically said he wasn't coming back type shit. So he goes back and forth with it. I'd like to see that fight too, as well. Um, I
1: think if the money talks, we'll see the
2: fight. McGregor's fighting Poirier. That's what I think. He's coming back to fight Poirier, and then he is that
1: official. I know they had talked about doing the exhibition, but did they did they actually sign that shit yet?
3: Yeah, I think it's not official. But I heard he wanted to fight in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So that he was. Uh, that's what I heard. But I'm not sh- sure it was confirmed yet, though.
2: And he was saying something mm-hmm. along the lines of that, that it would help him to prepare for the Pacquiao fight because he's he's gonna fight another uh, a southpaw. So, I mean... Uh, Jesus Christ. You know, Kana's about... Oh, so... Go
1: ahead. Odd, odds yeah, for the uh, Khabib fight would be... Uh, Khabib is minus 335. Gaethje's getting a uh, plus 270. If anybody wants to lay some bread on the fight. Mm. I don't yeah, really I like those odds more. either way. I wouldn't yeah, touch it I myself.
2: Ain't, ain't Any five bets
1: out right now? Uh, I'm on DraftKings. I don't see... They don't have that shit on there right now. What about the, uh, uh, the, uh, the co-main event, Cannoneer and Whitaker?
2: I like that fight as well, man. I think that's going to be a, a very exciting fight. <laughs> Um, I like both fighters, to be honest with you. Um, I think Whitaker is, um, he's a likable guy, you know, in terms of just what you see from him off the camera when he's not in the ring, he seems like a likable guy. I don't know that he still has that tenacity, though. He had the surgery, he had the injury, and then he, you know, he had that loss to um, Izzy, obviously, to the style bender. And then I thought he didn't look good against Joe Romero. I thought Romero, you know, I thought that fight was debatable, I know he came back and he had a win in his comeback fight, but I just think that Cannonier is just hungrier. I um, mean, he's rattled off three straight knockouts at middleweight. He hasn't lost at all since he's been in middleweight, and he was knocking people out at heavyweight. And I think he's hungry. You know, he's coming into it. Yeah. Time. I think he's hungry. And
1: Adasani Ades- had already said um, he's, he wants to give him the shot if he gets that win. So that's some
2: added motivation there. Absolutely, and I mean, I think something that that they don't talk about is he has like a five inch reach advantage on Whitaker. Yeah, it's
1: seventy seven and a half for Cannoneer and a uh, seventy three and a half for uh, Whitaker. Yeah. Tail of the tape.
2: So I mean, that's, and I don't think that Whitaker is going to really em- employ a ground game. I think this is primarily going to be a stand up fight, and I just think that I think I, c- I could see Cannonier catching him with something, you know, a- early in the fight, possibly. Not really further. So but I, I like the fight and I and I hope it I hope it goes through. And I think it's just good for the sport mainly if Cannoneer wins, for the simple fact that there's another matchup for the style bender. Right away it's built in and then that will be an exciting fight regardless of how long it lasts, for the simple fact that you know Cannoneer is gonna come straight forward and, and they're gonna bang out. So I mean I think I think it's good, but I'm definitely going with Cannoneer. What what's the odds on that one?
1: Uh, I couldn't find it. Let me t- let me double check real
0: quick. Is that on the same card? Is the um is Khabib? Yeah, that's
1: the call yeah. That event.
0: it's the, the co event. Okay.
1: Uh, for that one, we got a... Uh, let's see. Give me one second. Let me pull this shit up. It's a uh, Whitaker. It's minus one twelve both ways. Uh-huh. Whitaker minus one twelve. Cannonier. So it's pretty much a pick 'em. That's. Weird. I would take Cannonier.
2: I would expect Whitaker. I would to would take favorite on that though. I mean, honestly, one you know, would assume he's a former champion. Fuck yeah, yeah. Oh, man. he's coming off. A win. And
3: what time is the fight? I this is this is gonna be an early fight, right? I think it's like 9 a.m. Oh, shit. why the yeah. hell is it
2: so goddamn early? I think it's early, I think it's like 8 or 9 a.m. because I think they wanted it to be because it's in Abu Dhabi. Normally, they offset it and I usually do them Sunday morning so we can get them
1: on Draft King. It says uh Saturday, 1 p.m. Okay, yeah,
3: That's, yeah, okay, for yeah, the action okay. for the main event, for the main for event, the, the main card, event? Oh, the card okay. starts earlier looks like i'll be calling in sick <laughs> and that's
0: on, on saturday who the hell wakes up that early on fucking saturday that don't have to work i can up early every
2: day man fuck that man i gotta give i
3: got them links
0: y'all
2: Four of them oh, things. we got the links oh, we got four of them for the things <laughs> <laughs> got four
0: of them cool well good shit man. Good, good shit
3: hell yeah all right so Breaking thanks for uh... you. out yes. that knowledge
2: Shit. So that's E major with us. Thank you. Shout I, out. Appreciate you guys for having me. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys yeah. for having me. Gold dirty bastards, man. Y'all be on the lookout, man. They shaking shit. So definitely y'all be on the lookout for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Right yeah. on, right on. We're gonna, you know, we'll be in the group chat talking that shit. Uh, hell
2: yeah. Absolutely. And it's oh I definitely sure. wanna see uh see how, how this week plays out, you know what I'm saying, in terms of the fights. I uh, mean, like you said, we got a lot of fights coming up in, in, as far as boxing as well. So it's definitely looking forward to this last couple months of the year in terms of the fight action. I'm glad boxing is back, man. You know, what I mean, a shout out, hey, yeah, shout out to the whole city. And I'm glad yeah, that yeah.
1: Uh, Womack didn't make any halfway picks this time. You know, he, he said yeah. um, he did the halfway and pick like with Loma saying, last time. Uh, trying to give himself away. We will up. be talking <laughs> about. Um, good, good that he stuck and, to his ground this time. And don't and
3: don't forget, we got that uh, Tyson and. Roy Jones Jr. exhibition fight coming in, I believe, in November now.
1: I believe it pushed got pushed back. I think oh, again. Again. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Tyson
1: yeah, might in get December it, got its wig pushed back. <laughs> no, back. I, I think it got pushed back again, and it's only going to be two minute rounds now.
2: Oh shit! Okay. I bet.
0: No, Roy, don't want to see fucking Tyson. Tyson looking <laughs> in there trying to beat the fucking holy hell, hell at this. Dude. Roy's got enough. No, Roy, don't to want do. that. Roy needs to
2: cool out, man. I don't even, I don't <laughs> out. He got enough. For we'll
1: probably have you hop off at, back on here uh, next week and talk about that tank
2: fight again. Yeah, get a little
1: more in depth about that shit.
2: No, absolutely, We're definitely. No, going well, have you I'm back. Well, on discuss that. the results of this one. Yeah, I would. I would love that. Absolutely. You guys stay up. I'm gonna break out. For yeah, sure, man. Sure. Thanks for coming right. on with us, man. Like, right on fun. Right on, blood.
0: Make.
3: All right. Like. Like. Good go. shit.
0: Good cool. shit. Brought yeah, the heat. Nice. Hell yeah. Had <laughs> to get them with. It. Um so what we got? We got our uh our results from the picks last week on NFL. We're jumping on to the football. Yikes. Um, I'm I'm not even gonna fucking I I did goddamn fucking despicable last week so i'm not even gonna mention you always I do did.
3: you always do well <laughs> nothing never, there nothing, nothing never go there. full harvey dent
1: never go full harvey <laughs> oh, dent over God.
3: there making oh. f- f- flipping coins and shit two oh, face
0: man, was... two f- two Come face on. picks yeah but you know, I, quiet is kept i would pick the fucking jags anyway
2: no 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 so you made your
0: pick a... no i'm saying yeah it was a pick but i'm saying if i didn't flip the coin i would have picked the jags anyway I just want to coin flip you still would have lost uh, this week by about six picks. <laughs> still so how did lost. we do, Womack? Oh, did we How did it we do? Um, we know how we did. I think I was six and eight. I think, wait, hold on. I think you were two, were you? No, you were eight and six. And Nippy was the fucking, I don't even want to say this. You know, his head's going to get fucking juiced up. But that motherfucker was 10 and four. I ain't going to fucking lie. You fucking killed that. Last Is that including week,
3: but... the uh, Lombe, uh, with the Lopez and uh, with the boxing?
0: Uh, it doesn't. That's just NFL. Oh, with oh, yeah, with yeah, the okay. with the boxing, shit, in, 11 and 4. You trying to add more losses to my shit? Fuck y'all.
1: Like,
3: <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> I just know I went over 500 with my
0: picks. Yeah. We you should know, let you
1: Madden know. pick instead of Miguel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just get Madden to simulate some games. I just asked Madden. How about that? I just, Madden, who's going to win this one? <laughs> just um, ask Siri.
1: <laughs> Alexa. <laughs> does Miguel Jesus suck Christ. at
0: making picks? Yes. I just do the opposite. It's an opposite day. <laughs> Whatever I fucking pick, I just that's it. I just go opposite end. All right. So um, for this week, another slate. We'll just start clean slate because last week was fucking pathetic. Um, so do Are you, you mark, have you got uh, the pen and
1: shit? You gonna mark the shit down?
0: <clears throat> um, yeah, why not? I'll mark it down. We don't forget.
3: And we actually have a Thursday night game this week, so.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. All right. Let's kick so, that off. That's a,
3: all on. right.
0: Fella. All
1: right. We got a New York Giants, New York Giants against uh, Philadelphia Eagles, 520 on Fox. And it's in Philly. Cool. We, so oh, you got in that one. Guys... Let's just do a quick pick on that one.
0: Oh, yeah. We ain't, yeah.
1: It's NFC least Division. We don't need to waste our fucking time. <laughs> Winner's going to have right. a 5-11 record.
0: Yeah.
3: All right, so I'm going to go first. I'm going to take the Giants, New York Giants. Give me the New York Giants. Eagles lost uh, their tight end. And I'm going to go with the Giants on this one. Make it
0: simple and quick. Womack? Um, um, well, I was thinking Philly, but we all know how that's going to go. So I'm going to go the Giants.
1: <laughs> okay, so you're all on the Giants. Uh, I'm fucking with Philly. And I think their pressure gets there, rattles uh, Daniel Jones, and uh, they get the easy win. Mm,
3: I don't think it would be easy, but okay.
1: They're getting, a lot of, they're getting their receivers back,
3: so I think uh, it'll be easy. Well, I say, uh, Philly, what's
1: the spread? Do we got a spread on that shit?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, of course I got the spread. It's the Eagles, minus four and a half, the over-under is 45. I personally wouldn't touch this game at all, but... I would still just a straight pick them. I would take the Giants. Yeah,
0: I got a spread eagle, huh? I'll take, all right. I'll take uh, the Eagles. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: You love the spread eagle. All yeah.
3: right. Oh, man. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, Nelly. All
1: right. I'll take um, Eagles and I'll take them minus the points. All right. Next up, let's kick it off. We got our Detroit at Atlanta. 10 a.m. on Fox. Let's just do a quick breakdown of this one as well.
0: Yeah, um, I'll take Detroit on that one. Any reason? Quick reason? No, um, I, I'm p- I'm I'm picking against Atlanta every time this year. Oh, you so. said that
1: shit last time, yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Atlanta, they're still trash. I don't care if they did beat the Vikings.
1: Leo, Leo, what you got, man?
3: Uh man, this is a uh, uh, Atlanta's. All right, so the spread is Atlanta minus two and a half. The over under is fifty five. Uh, I would pick. I'm gonna pick the Falcons. I'm gonna say the Falcons start winning. Uh,
1: all right. So yeah, I'll take Atlanta <laughs> as well. Uh, I think they're gonna play hard for their new coach Raheem Morris. Uh, gets he? They looked a little bit impressive the last game, even though they were playing Minnesota. So I'll take Atlanta uh, minus the points.
0: Well, there's some merit to you that. Got, you got you writing this shit all down? Yeah. I'm yes. You're not cheating. Jesus Christ! Flipping coins. <laughs> Don't worry, no. we got receipts. Nah, fucking Harvey Dent's not gonna be picking no fucking the mag- from
1: asking the magic asking the magic eight Paul. <laughs> asking that little thing from fucking the movie Big, the fucking
0: Z- Z- Zoltan Zoltan. <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> <was> that shit? <laughs> I wish all my picks all right. are right. All right, okay.
1: next one up, we got a uh, Battle of Ohio. We got Cleveland against Cincinnati, ten AM, CBS from Cincinnati.
0: Um, I will take. I am gonna take Cleveland on that one. Honestly, I think Bako fucking gets Cincy.
3: All right, Leo. You know what? Last week I took the Browns, and uh, when I heard myself picking the Browns, I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) So fuck the Browns for this week, and I'm taking Cincinnati Bengals. The line (laughs) is Cleveland minus three with the over under 50. Personally, I wouldn't even touch this game at all. It's another game for me that I would skip, but I'm taking the Bengals.
1: I'm taking Cincy, and I'm going to take the over because both defenses have been pretty suspect. I think Burrow can score. I think uh, Mixon can get a couple, break a couple runs. And on Cleveland's side, I think they can, you know, manufacture some points too, get some run game going. Cincinnati's run D is pretty weak. I'll take Cincy.
0: Damn. The over-under is 50? Jesus Christ. They must, uh, no defense yeah, they, in that
1: yeah, game. They don't believe, yeah.
3: No, yeah, they, this, yeah, they don't believe in defense.
1: <laughs> Put me down for Cincy, and I'll take him for the cover. Jesus. Okay, okay, okay. Next game up, we got a big one. This is We can go a little more in-depth on this one. We got Pittsburgh at Tennessee. Both teams undefeated. 10 a.m. on CBS, and it's coming from Cashville, COVID Central,
0: Tennessee. (laughs) More cases being caught in fucking Tennessee. No one caught the cases no more. Let's go ahead and kick it
1: off. Womack, who are you taking on this one? The battle Um, of the Titans, if you will.
0: This is a hard one, dude. Like... I can't go against Henry running over people like that, but at the same time, Pittsburgh defense is actually they lo- pretty fucking nasty. Sorry to jump in, but they
1: lost Bush. Oh, oh they, they did torn ACL. Yeah. So that's gonna hurt their defense a little bit. But go ahead. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, a little bit, but they still got that. Their front's still fucking nasty, though. Um, I'm gonna go Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Tennessee. I'm. Gonna, I think they're gonna hand Pittsburgh their first loss. Okay, so that's where I'm going with that. Any I matchups? Go, uh, any
1: matchups you're looking at in that game particularly? Um,
0: well, like you said, Devin Bush is out. I mean, I don't think it's really gonna make too much of a difference, but um, you know, I just I like the way I like the way Tannehill uh I like the way Tannehill kinda plays. He, you know what I mean? I think he's actually turned into a uh one of the actual the top quarterbacks. I'd give him at least top twelve. I don't think he cracked the top ten yet, but I mean he's kind of almost there as far as that, honestly. Yeah, in
1: fantasy he's been lighting it up. He's like top some top like seven, I think.
0: Yeah, so um, I like Tannehill with that. I mean, Big Ben's good too, but um, I like I like Tennessee's receivers just a little more than I. Li- I mean, Claypool's cool, but I just like Tennessee's receiver just a little bit more than I like uh, Pittsburgh's receivers. And the running back is pretty good. So, all right, Leah, what about you?
3: This this is gonna be a pretty it's gonna be a good ass game. Uh, let me give you the spread real quick. Uh, it's gonna be t- the line right now currently is Tennessee minus one the over under is 50, 50 and a half I'm gonna go with the Steelers uh the Steelers just look solid um uh this one I would I would also take the Steelers for the upset since Tennessee is favored by minus one and uh this is yeah this is this is like a playoff preview game so put me down for the Steelers Womack. all right got you.
1: Uh, I'm going to ride with – damn, this is a tough one because they're both – they match up pretty good against each other too. But I think I'm going to lean on uh, Henry, and I think I'm going to take Tennessee. Even though they're favorite, it feels like an upset. So I'll take Tennessee minus the one. And what was the over-under? Fifty-and-a-half. Fifty-and-a-half. I think I'm going to go under on this one. I think both teams are going to try to establish a run. Henry will try to establish a run against the – Pittsburgh defense minus Bush, and uh, I think he can get some rushing yards, kill the clock a little bit, keep a Big Ben off the field. Um, Pittsburgh does have the ability to light up Tennessee, though, so it would be wise to keep uh, keep them off the field, keep the time possession, because uh, Claypool, I think, is going to be a matchup nightmare for Tennessee, and then you got Juju, who has, who has over- underwhelmed, and um, he may try to go off a little bit. Um, but the Steelers have a pretty balanced team overall. They got a solid defense. Running game is decent with Connor. And they got good receivers. Decent tight end. They got Ebron and um, Vance McDonald, I believe. I don't know if he still plays on there. Vance, I think he's still he's on there. He's on there, but you don't need He's know.
0: still on there. Vance. I don't well, remember take, Vance. But not but I'm,
1: I'm, I'm going to take Tennessee on that one. And I think it, it should be a good game. Early morning game. So I'll be up early for that one, watching on the ticket. Mm hmm. All right, next one we got a uh, divisional battle. We got Carolina at New Orleans. And that one's pretty pretty decent game and it has some implications because uh they're both chasing Tampa. I believe Tampa's 4 and 2. And Saints are what are the Saints? 3 and 3.
0: Mm-hmm. The
3: Saints are 3 and
1: 2.
0: Three
2: and 2 and yeah, Carolina is buy.
3: 3 and 3.
1: Yeah, so it's a big divisional game right there. So, uh Leo, kick it off. Who you got on that one?
3: Uh, I'm gonna take the Saints on this one. Um, I I still uh, I think um, Michael Thomas is still questionable. I'm not sure he's in the play. Uh, but uh, the Saints got to win. Like you said, like you mentioned, they got to catch up with Tampa Bay. Saints know how uh, know how to win, so they're gonna have, they're gonna win this one. Uh, the spread on this game is uh, New Orleans minus seven and a half. Over under is fifty one. Uh, I don't know if I would want to touch this on the. Uh, I would skip this, but I think Saints would win, but won't cover. Things gonna get might be by a field goal or maybe two field goals. But I like I'll take the Saints on this one though. All
0: right, well, Measy, what you got? Um, I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna take the Saints, not only because I live there, because I don't. I normally hate the Saints. Yes, um, Gator <laughs> boys. Nah, I. I mean, nah, I, I hate get the Saints. Saints got too much firepower for Carolina. Um, they still got, you know, I mean Emmanuel Sanders. They still got Jared Cook. They got Kamara. Like they, and I, I believe Michael Thomas is playing. I think last time he didn't play is because he, I think he got in a little scuffle with a teammate, and so I think the coach just pulled him for that game. But Michael Thomas is healthy. He's gonna be playing. The Saints and their defense is pretty decent. They got good corners. They got a good front. Demario Davis is. You know, pretty good. They still got, you know, Cam Jordan doing his thing. We got, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. they're gonna be too much for Carolina.
1: All right. I'm gonna take uh... damn, that's a tough one. In New Orleans, are there fans there yet or no? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Are there fans not there? Sure.
0: No, nah, well, that makes a so. difference in New nah. Orleans. That's some pickaxe. No, nah, they're not. They're, but
1: they're
3: if not they there. were if they were fans, there's nowhere no nowhere near the capacity, so yeah. No, they yeah,
0: they're, I mean, they're I mean, not they're still basically... in yeah, they're still in phase two over there. They're not going. They're not gonna be in there. Yeah, All right, I'm gonna
1: take. Uh, I'm gonna take New Orleans. They got the more experienced quarterback. Bridgewater's been playing good, mm-hmm. but um, I just feel like Kamara'll probably go off on their defense, and Michael Thomas should be back, and I think the Saints' defense will do just enough blitzing and stuff to confuse Bridgewater and maybe get a turnover or two. And what's uh, what's the, the over under again?
3: The over under is fifty one.
1: I'll take the over on that one. I think uh, New Orleans defense is not that good. They're good enough to get a turnover here and there, but they give up points. And Carolina, inexperienced. They have potential to be good later in the season, but as of right now, they're giving up points and they're uh, not taking care of too much business. So I'm riding with the over on that one. New Orleans over. New Orleans over.
3: Take the over. Okay.
1: Uh, Next game up, we got Buffalo Bills and New York J E T S Jets Jets. we already know Womack's picking Buffalo. all uh, right well yes.
0: actually you Personal know what? Reason for that. Um before we get on to this He's one. He's eager to jump yet. into that one. Before before we get on to this one, yeah. Now Michael Thomas has a hamstring issue, so I think he may or may not play. God I damn he was gonna play. it. I need so, him on my
3: fantasy. God damn it. All right. So
0: there goes that one. Um all right, who who we got coming up now? Sorry, who's this guy? Uh, yeah, you exactly a... know Buffalo.
1: Up. You know Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo in New York,
0: Jets. Oh uh, yeah, you know I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking the. the we don't buff...
1: even spend time on this one. Let's just make a quick pick. <laughs> yeah, was, this yeah. is easy. Buffalo. Everybody's jets on suck. Buffalo. We know that. Jets suck. All Buffalo. Three. And in case
3: you want to know the line, Buffalo minus thirteen and the is forty five. This is easy money. With the whole goddamn house. Take Buffalo. Buffalo wins thirty. Duh, I say Buffalo shit. wins thirty-one to ten.
1: Fuck. That sounds good. And and fuck. Adam GaSe can't even get his eyes straight. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like fucking he was on Corky Ramano eating hella fucking cocaine cookies and shit. Yeah, it's cookies. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dude. Uh, blow the fuck out.
0: Ah uh, fuck, 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 fuck. All right, chill man, chill. We already... Fuck. There you we go. Cussing. Um <laughs> who we got next? Yeah, you know you, you sensitive guys. We got Dallas and
1: uh we had some viewers, some uh, listeners complaining about this jackass is uh, cussing. Oh. I'm trying to calm him down, get him positive.
0: Oh, uh, that's a fucking earmuffs. shame. I'm sorry. On. <laughs> I'm Sorry. So he's a little salty, guys. Yeah, he's I fucking some, apologize. He's got some venom <laughs> flowing right now. <laughs> I apologize for that shit, my bad. Oh, um shit. all right, Dallas and uh
1: Dallas and Washington. Let's not spend a lot of time on this one either. It is a pivotal game in the <laughs> NFC least, but oh my god, this playoff, this playoff game for them. Yeah, this is their playoffs. <laughs> I'll, I'll leave this one off real quick. I'll take a. I'm gonna take the upset with Washington over Dallas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a Harvey Dent pick for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take I'll take the the Washington nobodies. Uh, as well
1: Yeah like we said last week Mike Nolan and uh McCarthy is a losing combination
0: Dude they might be worse than the Falcons dude they, They're they just oh my It's the God. worst Me? coaching
1: coaching tandem ever <laughs> uh, Like one of them weak ass WWE fucking wrestling Tag team champs back in the day Fucking uh, Bullshit ass bushwhackers or some shit just, Yeah exactly and Dink. <laughs> Uh, Brooklyn Brawler used to team up with somebody too. Used to have him team up with other fucking bums.
0: Uh, Don't get dink, fucking clown uh, show. Clown. With,
1: Nolan, <laughs> with Nolan, with
3: Nolan, his suit. All right,
1: and you know Jerry Jones ain't gonna fire him. He's gonna take hell along like he took hell along with uh,
0: Garrett. With well, Garrett, he took eight years too fucking long with Garrett. Uh, Fuck. All right, um, Leo, who do you got, Sleo? Uh,
3: you know what? I'm gonna go with my boy, Alex Smith. Uh, even though he's not. I don't believe he's starting, but uh, I think Kyle Allen is still is is the starter for this one. Uh the line is Dallas minus one. And over under is forty-six. Give me the upset. I'm taking Washington. What about over under? Let's upset. go
1: under on that one.
3: Mm, okay. Okay, you'll take the under. Okay.
1: All right. This... Next up. Let's go. Uh, we got a mismatch here. We got Green Bay at Houston. But Green Bay did lose last week and Houston. <laughs> Was on the upswing. They're playing a little bit better for uh, Romeo Cornell. It's a 10 a.m. game on Fox, and it's in Houston, NRG Stadium.
0: Um, I'm gonna go with the bounce back on that. I'm gonna go. Aaron Rodgers is gonna probably light them up. Um, so I'm going Green Bay on that one.
1: Gotcha. All right, Leo, what you what you what do you, you think about? Uh, uh, All right, so
3: the, yes, let me go. Let me. Uh, Green Bay is minus three and a half. Over unders fifty seven. Uh, Jesus!
0: Guess... All these high fucking spread. I mean, uh, fucking
3: over unders. Yeah, right, no, no fans. No uh, fans. Uh, Green Bay uh, cost me some bread last week, but I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna bounce back on this this week. So give me the Packers. Right. I'm gonna take the Packers on this
1: one. I'm taking the Packers, and I don't really like the over under at all in this. I'm just gonna stay away on that one. I'll take mm-hmm. Packers though too high. Only, only way uh, Houston would cover or win that game is if uh, Rogers gets hurt or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. It's way too high.
1: All right, next up we got a big one, Divisional NFC West. Uh, we got Seattle Seahawks at Arizona Cardinals. And we got the rumors swirling about uh, AB coming back and mm-hmm. signing with Seattle, which could be a major problem to everybody, not just the Niners. Huge. could be a major fucking problem to the whole league. Mm-hmm. but uh, let's break down the game real quick. Uh, Leo, what do you think about the Seattle Seahawks and uh, Arizona matchup?
3: Uh, Yeah. So this one, the line is Seattle minus three and a half. The over is 56 and a half. I'm going to go for the upset. I think Arizona is in show sure that they, they could, you know, they belong in the NFC with the big boys. I see an upset on this one. I think uh Kyle Murray's going to be running all around, all around the Seattle defense. So, uh,
0: Give me, give me Arizona on this one. I like the
1: upset calamari. He said calamari. Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Calamari. It's pretty it's accurate,
0: though. It's pretty accurate. It's a trap. Dude is yeah. fucking okay. a small. <laughs> Shrimp, crawfish. All right. Um. Yeah. I, I. I don't. Honestly, I'm probably gonna take Arizona for the upset too. This is gonna be the this is gonna be the game of the QB. This is gonna be Russell running around making plays, and Kyler's gonna be doing the same. Um, I don't think either one of these defenses is going to be able to fucking cover any one of these quarterbacks. Take the old yeah That's definitely going over. If that shit was 60, I would fucking take that <laughs> um, if you do. But, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a go A-Z, though. I think in the end they might make one or two more plays than Seattle does. As good as – and shit, damn near great as Russell Wilson is, um, I think Kyler might eke it out. All right, I'm
1: going to take Seattle and – It's pretty – it's going to be a close game. I see it's going to be – I would say it's going to be a shootout. Expect some fireworks. Um, But I think Russell Wilson is more experienced, and he's having the MVP year, and he has the better weapons. He has DK, Lockett, um, and then Carson is definitely um, running the ball way better than uh, Kenyon Drake. Both, Both defenses are a little bit suspect but I think the Cardinals' defense is more suspected. They don't really – I mean, Dallas just played horrible on Monday night, but I don't think they're going to be able to slow down uh, Russell Wilson at all. I think he's going to be able to go over the top on them. Um, Buda Baker was pretty nasty on Monday night. He was all over the Buda's place. Cold. He was blitzing, yeah, he's interceptions, cold. fumbles, sacks. But um, I think Seattle should get the W on the road. Um, I don't think they're going to let up on that division. I think it's theirs to lose, and I think they get the win, and I'm taking the over. Um, do we know if Jamal Adams is playing in that game? Hmm. That makes a difference. I don't, I don't uh, think he's coming still questionable.
3: back yet. Still questionable.
1: Okay. Well, will makes a difference, but I, I think either way, I would take Seattle on that one. Like I said, uh, Chris Carson running the ball, get some play action, bombs deep, and uh, Tyler Lockett underneath.
0: There it is. All right. What else we got?
1: Uh next up we got a divisional game. Kansas City against uh Denver Broncos, one twenty-five on CBS coming up from mile high.
0: Well, that should be an easy one. I got KC all day on that one.
2: Um
0: all right, um, Leo. Just horses. Uh
3: this yeah, so KC is favorite, minus nine and a half, the over under is forty-six. Uh, also, the weather might affect this game. Uh, it's going to be chance of snow, 21 degrees. Uh, give me the Chiefs. Um, I see Chiefs cover as well. Um, I'm definitely taking the Chiefs on this, uh, this game. So All right. Put me down, Chiefs. KC. Uh, for What's...
1: this one, I'm going to take KC to win, but Denver to cover. And I'm going to take the under.
0: Under. Yeah, I think the... uh,
1: Melvin Gordon get some running yards against KC. I think they'll try to keep uh, Mahomes off the field as much as they can, and uh, I think they keep it kind of close. Maybe get some lucky turnovers, and I think KC wins. But I think Denver keeps it close. And
0: yeah, what's the what's the forecast for fucking COVID? Mm, oh, we're taking the over on the COVID cases. <laughs> taking the over on COVID. Mm-hmm. That motherfucking COVID. Will John
1: Elway right. get COVID though? Is the question.
0: <laughs> She, she looked like her. He got fucked, Coven.
1: <laughs> he's looking more like the fucking mascot, the fucking horse. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Whatever the mascot's
0: name is. Let's just, make it, just like, make it fucking elderly. Buck. Yeah, for sure. How are you <laughs> All
1: right. Man. And then uh, let's go with the Jacksonville Jags at Los Angeles Chargers. Still getting used to saying that shit. So he's calling. San Diego, Sam Diego them,
0: Sam San Diego, you mean? San Diego, San Diego, San Diego <laughs>
1: Miners. All right, that's a one twenty-five on CBS, and it's from Inglewood.
3: Yo yo, What Side. Uh,
1: who you got? Who you got? We don't have to go into too much detail. It's the general. give me the Chargers.
3: The Chargers yeah. are our favorite. Minus eight. The over under is forty nine. Uh, give me the Chargers. I I uh. Yeah, give me the Chargers. Simple, easy.
0: Yeah, I'll take the charges too. I like Herbert, man. There's yeah. something about Herbert. Herbert's you like Her- gonna be good give, You give like
1: Herbert a- the pervert from Fucking Family <laughs> Guy too.
0: Yeah, sure. I'm gonna take Justin Herbert. <laughs> 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 oh, um, yeah, Herbert's gonna be a set. Give him another couple years too. I think he might be one of the tops in the league. You know, you talk about his personality, or whatever, but he's he's a bomber. Anyway, yeah, charges. Uh
1: I'll take uh chargers as well they've had trouble in close games, but i don't think this one will be close i'll say uh what's the spread eight mm, let me get
3: that for you real quick. yeah i think it's nine and that what did i just say uh eight yeah eight.
1: and over under 49 i'll take uh chargers and the over yeah chargers and the over and i don't yeah i don't think it'll be close i, th- I say like 31-17. 30, okay, sounds good.
3: all seventeen.
1: All right. All right. Next game we got coming up is a uh, San Francisco forty fucking Niners against the
0: uh, yes indeed
1: the New England Patriots. It's at Foxborough, so Jimmy G is going home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jimmy Bowl. Pro- return of the Prodigal Son. Hopefully, he gets the upset going, but uh. Who do we like in that game? We can go uh, big details on this one because it's the home squad.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, well, be by how the New England played last week. I'm definitely going with us, and how we played last week. I'm going with us. Um, I don't know. I think last week probably did it. That was we just needed one good game where everything just kind of gelled together. The cohesion, our fucking line played great. Way better, surprisingly. Yeah. Way surprisingly gave Jimmy time. When you give Jimmy time to throw, he's a different mm-hmm. quarterback. When he's not sitting around jittery and shit, just figuring it out, like he knows where to go. The ankle um, looked better as well, too. The ankle looked great. Debo mm-hmm. finally was unleashed. Um, mm-hmm. You got to do a little bit more with AU. I think we got to start bombing a little bit more. Exactly. Like, um, I think you know Kyle Shanahan actually had the DC we were talking about last week, how he needed to do throw a little bit more screens, a little more quick shit, which he did. But I think he. Almost did too much of it. I mean, I can't really say all that because we still won. But I think we still need to continue doing those screens and the quick hitches and all that with the receivers. But I think we need to take a couple more shots. we got to keep backing these defenses up just to make sure that they don't try and load on us. Yeah, you they took I mean? some
3: shots. This uh, gets uh, last game when they went uh, fourth when it was fourth down. And I think it was two yards in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what they needed exactly you gotta do that
0: you gotta utilize everybody you know stop Um, playing scared stop playing scared yeah shanny i mean i understand you know you're trying to protect jimmy but fuck protecting jimmy like you want to be a quarterback let him fucking start doing shit you know you can't keep handcuffing the dude fuck
1: yeah o-line played a lot better they were doing quicker routes um against the rams that's how i seen it going we all picked the niners and I seen that coming. I, I just knew they were gonna game plan to get the ball out of Jimmy's hands quicker. And the screens we've been calling for the screens all season long. I don't, I don't understand why we don't run more to the running backs. I don't understand why we don't run more, run more of those uh, smoke routes. Uh, get Debo out there one-on-one, try to get him to break a couple tackles, get Jimmy into a rhythm early with some quick and easy passes. I like the fact mm-hmm. we're running some some slant routes too for him. He like, he seems to be good on the slants, and uh, they seem to be there for us often, so I don't know why we don't run more of those. But um, in this game, I see, man, my heart is going with the Niners, but I'm definitely seeing some uh, trap game type uh things because new england you know belichick's gonna be scheming you don't know if jimmy's gonna be rattled a little bit going back to new england um that's gonna be an issue and cam newton we always have problems with mobile quarterbacks and i feel like if there's one person who can match up with uh shanahan game plan wise it's definitely uh bill belichick he has a different he has a different, uh, Game plan every week. So he's definitely kind of going to come with some crazy shit for us. I think he's going to be prepared for the reverses and everything. So we might have to run a more conventional offense and just execute. Um Damn, what's the spread on this?
3: It's all right. So the spread on this one is New England. Minus two. And the over under is. I just had it where to go. Uh, 43 and a half.
1: So, and we're missing Moster, so that means McKinnon is going to be starting.
3: Don't forget as much
1: it. as I hate to say it, I'm going to take the uh, Patriots on the, the Patriots at home.
0: Damn! What's wrong with you, Nick? You're not a real fan. You're not <laughs> a real fan, Nippy.
1: I mean, it's just got some fucking.
0: Why don't you go root for the Raiders?
1: It's got some uh, red <laughs> flags there.
0: Nah, I mean, I feel you, definitely. Stefan Gilmore is probably
1: going to be all over Stebo. Mm-hmm. So that means Ayuk is really going to have to step it up. And they're not going to let uh Kittle just get free release. They're probably going to double him and hold him as much as they can, getting off the line. Take the under defense. for sure on this one. Yeah, was... you know what? I'm going to say fuck it. I'll just switch it up and take Niners, and I'll take the under as well. I'm going to just go with the homer pick, but <laughs> I definitely got a little. I'm a little shook on this one.
0: Yeah, I mean, there is... I'll put, you know, me
1: on, put me on for the picks. I'll take the Niners. Fuck it.
0: Yeah, there's definitely some uh some exploitatives that might go on from Bella Cheat. You know, he's... Say what you want about the cheater. I mean, that motherfucker definitely knows how to game plan and knows how to adjust according, game by game. And so, um, you know, he's going to take someone out. He's probably going to take Kittle out. He's probably be like, I don't care who beats us, but he for sure is not going to beat us. <laughs> so... um. Look for Kittle to kind of get taken out. I think so. Yeah, it's going to be up to the young gunners to actually show up. Um, I'm worried point. about
1: our secondary as well, and um, Cam Newton just extending plays and getting first downs. And uh, um, I was I'm close not... to picking the Patriots, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm definitely. Gonna, I'm gonna stick with my Niner pick. I'm gonna take the Homer shit and just ride with my Niners. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but um, Leo, I don't know. I, I like Leo? our corners. Are or... you like uh, the corners? Oh, fair's like been
1: good. Fair's been good.
0: Yeah, I like the corners of this. Um, you who do you, you picking Niners, right? Leo?
3: I will be picking the goddamn 49ers on this one. Uh, I say they, yeah, I, <laughs> it, dude, we can't lose. They got to have that, mem- you know, mentality. We can't lose. Um, especially with Arizona and Seattle, they could, you know, if they win, they could, you know catch up, you know, gain a, gain one game on those uh, with those guys. So. Definitely, Especially if you beat, I mean, beating the Rams, it's, you know, it's a rivalry game. You know, they know what's what's in the line, what's in line. So um, give me the Niners.
1: What's your confidence level on this out of 10?
3: Uh, I'm a confidence, I say seven, seven and a half.
1: I'll say a six.
0: Yeah, Nip sounds scurred. I mean, I mean for good reason though. You know, we don't know how it's going to affect Jimmy. Um, we do know one thing though. We do know that Belichick wanted to keep Jimmy. Um, I think that's that. That's one of the things that people act like Belichick and all them wanted to get rid of him. But no, nah, Belichick wanted to get rid of him. Brady wanted to get rid of him. But, but that's him. what worries me
1: too. <laughs> is that Belichick knows him well and he's going to come with some schemes mm-hmm. for him.
0: Yeah, he damn near
3: might. But and, you know, and another thing too. Uh, you, they're playing this in uh, Foxborough. The game is at 125 our time. So that's gonna help the Niners. Um, they're not gonna be playing an early game, especially when you know when you are flying across the country. So this gives a, I would say this gives the Niners a little advantage as well.
1: Why do they switch that up like that? Uh,
3: I think because of the COVID. They said something, but I think it had to be something about COVID. That's that
1: weird.
3: Yeah, because I mean I thought for sure this was gonna be a ten o'clock game in the morning, but then when I saw it's like oh shit, it's really a, it's game time is at one twenty five. So they give this that gives the Niners a slight uh, advantage my opinion. Yeah, for yeah, the time,
1: yeah. The time shift. I, I'm just yeah. worried about Belichick scheming on Jimmy. You know, that guy's got the cold ass Intel.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they got spies going on us right. Damn. Now. No, I got, got a, bug. Got a bug on Jimmy G.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably probably got a bug on all the porn stars.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's one way to get them.
1: Yeah. Huh? Mia. We're going to send you in.
0: We need the playbook. <laughs> Do what you never, whatever you need to do, you do test, it.
1: The, test test that
3: ankle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Make sure it's good. All right, um, cool. Is that is that it for the games? Uh, it we it got game? one more. Oh.
1: We got one more on the uh, Sunday night game. We have a uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Raiders in Vegas, five twenty on NBC. Mm. This game might not happen. Uh, uh, uh,
3: there's uh, just saw that uh, Trent Brown might have uh have the COVID and the Raiders send all their of their offensive line home today. I've so, seen that too. So this game might not happen. There's a possibility.
0: Well let's still make our picks. All right. Well I'll take Tampa Bay simple. I um,
3: take
1: COVID. <laughs>
0: over on the COVID. <laughs> over under the COVID. What's this what's the over under? Fifty? Fifty five? Uh, Tampa Bay minus
3: three and a half and the uh over under is fifty two and a half. God
1: I like damn. the over on that one. Raiders are probably gonna get down early and have to throw the ball a lot. Uh I'll take Tampa Bay and over if it happens.
0: You got Sleo Tampa, you're a buck boy.
3: Um, if it if this game happens, uh I'm gonna go with the goddamn Raiders. Oh upset, snap. upset, upset.
0: Oh you are a Raider fan.
3: Yeah, no, fuck no.
0: Nah. <laughs> <laughs> ah shit. Cool. And then um did you make a pick yeah. Did I, you flip I a picked, coin for it, though? I picked no, nah, No, nah, no. Nah, Two Faces not making an appearance anymore. Two Faces fucking out of here. Um, Thank God. <laughs> uh, so, another we development. We got one more, got one oh. more
1: game. Chill. Chill, chill, right. chill, B. All right, B. Go ahead, B. We got a Monday night game. We got the Chicago Bears against the Los Angeles Rams. 515 ESPN. Mm. It's a pretty good mm. game.
3: Yeah, it's gonna be uh, on this one we have the L.A. Rams minus six and the over under is forty four. Uh, personally, I like I I would take the uh, under. Uh, but I would go with who am I gonna go with? I'm gonna take the Rams. No, I'm you know I'm gonna take the Bears. Fuck it, we need the Rams to lose. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Bears.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going Shy Town too. I think they. They're gonna upset the Rams. I think Rams are gonna take a little bit of a tumble here now. We already kinda of, They got you know, a good ass defense. Started some bleeding who, the Rams or the Bears? The Bears. Yeah, Bears defense is definitely yeah. I think yeah, Khalil Mack's probably gonna get all up in Jared Goff's uh but yeah, um for sure. I'm taking Bears. Who you got, Nippy?
1: Uh, I'm gonna take the Rams. I think they're gonna come back a little bit upset off the loss from us. And I think they're gonna probably implement a lot of the stuff we used against them on the Bears. Probably some screens, reverses, uh, you know, short plays because the pass rush is gonna be in uh Goff's face all day. And I think on the other end, I think Aaron Donald is probably gonna have a big game because he didn't do shit against us. I think he's mm-hmm. gonna take it out on uh Foles. And Foles has not been very solid. He's been, he's been. I think, the defense mostly carrying them. So I think I'm going to take uh, the Rams to get the dub. And I'm going to take the under on that one. I think they're both – Oh, I think Los Angeles is going to try to control the clock a lot, uh, do a lot of short stuff, like I said. And I think they're going to use the three-headed running back of uh, Henderson, Akers, and Brown and uh, control the clock and get the receivers. they got three receivers they can – Run those uh, little screens with Cooper Cup uh Woods. Woods is also kind of explosive, and then Reynolds is not bad either. And they got decent tight ends too. I think I think McVay's a better game planner than Nagy. So I'll I'll take the coaching on this one and I'll take the Rams to come away with the dub. Mm-hmm. Uh bye weeks we have uh Indy, Miami, Minnesota, and Baltimore. And uh, in Miami, there was a big announcement made. How do you guys feel about the uh, benching of uh, Fitzy for the rookie, Tua? Oh,
0: I mean, I know I mentioned it last week, but that, it still came out left field. I didn't think they would actually bench. I don't know why they bench him. He well, you jinxed him. Good. Pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that ain't We know your I mean.
1: powers. We have a long history of you jinxing shit.
0: <laughs> well, jinxy I mean, cat.
1: jinxie cat wear. I don't know,
0: know why. He, he even said that. He was like, yo, I was really heartbroken. You know what yeah, I mean? He's yeah. like, I've been benched a lot of times, but this is, you know, a little different just because I thought I was playing good, which I thought he was playing good too. Like mm-hmm. he just got through bombing on what they say, the record the last two games, point wise. He was like it was like sixty seven and seventeen. So yeah. he just kind of benched man out of nowhere off of I mean, I know two is like your number one and you know, you're trying to get him in there, but I still think you should have kept Fitz magic in there. I I don't see no reason to pull him, but Easy. I don't run I don't run him. So I don't so run they, the Dolphins. They want to
3: tank. Get some draft picks. Trade uh, Fitzpatrick.
0: Well, Fitz was
1: Fitz was lighting it up in fantasy, man. He was putting some shit up there.
3: He gave me some points this week. Shout outs.
1: Shout uh, out I didn't. People. I didn't see that coming. Uh, we talked about it last week, like you said, and I I didn't see that coming at all. Because you're three and three, you're only a game out of the division in the East NFC uh, AFC East. Um, I mean that's a game away from the playoffs. I don't think that's the time to put a rookie in there. Barring injury or a terrible game from Fitzpatrick, and uh, but no, I mean they're they're playing good though. Their defense is playing all right, and their offense is putting up numbers. I mean, what are you gonna tank for? You got your quarterback already.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Um, could it be because the ten touchdowns and seven interceptions? Maybe, but that's still not a reason if you are fucking winning. Like that's dumb. Um, we'll see.
3: Mm, maybe they want to get a running back.
0: Who's maybe coming out? Hmm, to...
3: Najee Harris, uh, Alabama. Uh, Alabama.
1: Oh yeah, he's been lining the shit up. Mm, I think uh,
3: they're tanking for a running back.
0: T- tank for Najee? I don't know. Hell I don't think yeah. you want a tank for Najee though. I mean, is he even playing this year? Is Alabama? Is Alabama Hell yeah! He just play?
3: had like, I think he had one game like over 200 yards or something like
0: that. Dude, I ain't even gonna lie. I ain't even been watching fucking college.
1: Yeah, I haven't too. been watching this year. Usually I do, but yeah. I don't know. I mm-hmm. just haven't been in, into it this year. I'll probably start checking it out, though. It's COVID season. Yeah, once, it's COVID.
3: Draft, once, once, we, yeah, once it's, we get close to the draft, the season's over. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Well,
1: we'll be on our shit. We'll do our oh, yeah. little draft previews. For sure. We'll be on All it. All right.
0: Good shit. Nice. That's, and then um, another cool. development is uh, we could talk about these fans going to the games out in the city.
3: Ain't happening, bro. Happening, bro. Yeah, it yeah.
1: briefly was talked about, and then and then Santa Clara jumped in and said it's not happening. Yeah, um, not
0: wise Santa,
3: Santa Clara County hates the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> they
1: They don't pay their rent. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. Jeds a they, fucking scumbag.
3: They're like, hell no, nah, ain't nobody coming over here. Because if you think about it, if they open Levi's, they got they got to open uh, Great America. Then you're gonna have more people in that area. Then you're gonna have an outbreak.
1: And then no. Well, actually, I mean, there were they had announced that Great America would be opening too, but Santa Clara jumped in and shot both of those things down. Yeah. I mean, what do you guys feel about that, though? Do you feel like uh, you think it's too uh, too early, too late, or like just right time to open up the the games?
0: Definitely too early. I don't yeah. think. I don't think no one should be going Santa, nowhere. At least for the rest of this fucking yeah, year. Yeah, and
3: uh, uh, Santa Clara was you know was hit hard with the COVID in the Bay Area. They had the highest um, cases. So yeah, Santa, Santa Clara and Alameda
1: were full, yeah. tore up.
3: So if you start bringing people, and then you got to think about it too, you're gonna have people coming. You know, from not from the Bay Area, they're gonna come and they start traveling. Um, but they said, I mean, they said if they were allowed fans, there would be no tailgating. Um, and that sucks, because I mean, <laughs> for sure.
1: I, I mean, um, yeah, it's just gonna be nothing but fucking bats flying around out there. Yeah, That's pretty I strange.
3: mean, and the Niner tailgates be cracking. You know, I, I, mean, when I go to the game, you know, I be I go out and, and tailgate with the Niner Empire, the, with the Four One Five Empire, and those guys, you know, their tailgates be cracking. So, yeah, if you ain't gonna have no fans, no, you know, I mean, if you can't tailgate, I mean what you can just show up to the game
0: yeah no that's dumb no just (laughs) they shouldn't open up nothing for the rest of the year at least because this shit is just it's just too much this this covid stuff it's still floating around people still getting sick on it and because people want to keep going out and doing all this and that like it ain't getting no better um i'm in agreement too
1: i think i think that shit shouldn't be allowed all season let's just take a bye season take the season off from
0: fans and uh
1: Next year, you know, they could have the fans back in some capacity.
0: Yep, just got to see how it shake out. But um, but I think uh now Chase Center, they, I don't know if San Francisco County said anything about um fans going in there for hoops. Maybe they. Yeah, I didn't hear might. any
1: confirmation on that. They oh, said, yeah, I mean, yeah.
3: just Santa Clara
1: anything. jumped in there bitching. Yeah,
3: because they yeah uh, the uh, the Chase Center ain't gonna have shit anytime soon. I mean, the NBA season don't even have a starting date, yeah. uh, so. They're not worried about that, you know, so. And,
0: and that shit's enclosed. That's like in a fully enclosed, you know what I mean, arena. So unless they got fucking air purifiers and all this shit in there, like I don't see it to go it doesn't either.
1: doesn't even matter. Air purifier ain't going to do shit against COVID.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, but I don't know. We'll right. fucking see. Keep it posted. So uh, I think that just up about, uh, I think that about does it. I uh, just, just want
1: to say one more thing. Uh, I took an L. I took my first L of the season in fantasy. But uh, I'm coming back next week to fuck somebody up. Oh,
0: yeah. I don't know who I'm playing, but
1: I'm about to fucking light their ass up.
0: I don't care about your goddamn fantasy.
1: <laughs> What's your record, B? What's your record,
0: Mr. Warwick? Nah, fucking let me see. We're
1: all in the same league. Uh, and three who, and, and, and And who got the championship ring last year? Uh, Just let the let the audience know.
0: Yeah. I don't give a fuck. That was last year's. Oh,
1: now you're making noises in the background
0: to avoid the fucking question. <laughs> Uh, Z plane. That's Z planes, boss. Z plane. Got yeah. up.
1: <laughs> oh, guess who I picked up today too, Antonio Brizan. Yeah. <sighs> Waiver wire nip. You know me. I'm the vulture of the fucking waver wires. Yeah. <laughs> All right,
0: vulture it. boy. So that does it. Um, thank y'all. I've been for... talking, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, we shutting you out. So. uh <laughs> What, we, uh, got? what, what we, we got? What we got, nip? You're the weakest what? host ever. <laughs> The hostess
1: with the leastest, without with the mostest. Now we see why the audience are so disappointed.
0: Well, I don't know what the fuck you want to talk about. We done. <laughs> what the hell is there to talk about? Yeah, let's let's wrap it. Fuck it. Oh, it's, fucking it's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hey, was gonna up. I
1: was gonna make some picks with like uh, flipping coins,
0: but you know, fuck. Yeah, well, it's too late for that. All right. No more so, coins. Any,
1: for... Anything you guys want to say? Anything popping off for the weekend? Um, um, any shout outs you want to give?
3: Yeah, shout out to the folks that uh, hit me up, heard, heard the uh, podcast. Shout out to my boy, Fadi. Shout out to Gio Irv. Who else? Uh, shout out to uh, Carlo, a.k.a. Mija, right on, for the feedback. Who else y'all got?
1: Yeah, yeah. So definitely send us your feedback. You could get at us on our DMs on IG, um, Go Dirty Bastards podcast on IG. Um, we appreciate the, the fucking constructive feedback. And if you pop some shit, we're going to pop back. Just yeah.
3: know that. Oh, and shout out to my boy Adrian too. He hit me up too. He checked out the checked out the podcast. There you go. Nice.
0: Because we
1: do want all the smoke. So if you talk shit, we definitely gonna yep. come for you.
3: What about I'll, you, Wall Mac? Yeah, just Nobody told you listening, huh? Nobody told you nothing?
0: Nah, I ain't fucking <laughs> gonna hear shit. Ain't got hearing nothing. Love <laughs> me, hate me, I don't give a fuck, fuck, fuck. How about that? Cash me outside. I heard you on the B squad, yeah. blood. <laughs> I, heard, I heard we both on the B squad. <laughs> Don't just throw me <laughs> under the bus. I we both under there. <laughs> so, um, oh, shit. Uh what are they? Do? That's cool.
1: We had a, we, we all bounced back. We had a nice performance. No, we, straight, like, uh, we did we did a big like the Niners came no, back. We, all, on them.
0: we straight. And um, we're
1: only gonna get better from here. You know, two episodes in, but we're um, ready to step some shit up. Come with some but, fire. Get some show podcast going. Talk about sure. some love Lovecraft shit. Ooh, okay.
3: Yeah,
0: we definitely be talking about that. Coming boys, up. don't
3: forget about the boys. She's and cracking. the boys. It's we won't talk was, about the boys. The boys was, that shit was
1: good, but we are lagging on watching the episodes, so we'll have to talk about that next
0: <laughs> week.
1: Who's, who's behind? Mr. Walmart.
0: Oh, oh Jesus. I'm
1: about the hey. right
0: There you go. What all episode, right? you know? Love us, or hate us, don't matter. We love all y'all. And like you like said, us, subscribe us. You want all the smoke. Where and can they find us? The where can yes. they find us? Yes, where they, can they find us? We're on Instagram. That's at Gold Dirty Bastards. Remember, we added the G because we some G's. So it's Gold Dirty Bastards now. Gold underscore dirty underscore bastards with a Z, not an S, with a Z underscore podcast on IG. You can catch us on Twitter at our old um, name, Old Bastards with a Z. And we are on YouTube as well at Gold Dirty Bastards. So you can search us on there. Follow us, like us, subscribe.
1: Yeah, and please uh, submit your negative feedback about Walmart. We love love to hear that shit. We get popcorn out for that. Yes, send it all.
0: I don't give a (laughs) shit what it is. Send it all. I guess we out. We out? All right. Late. All right, late. Late. Drop the likes.
1: Ghost.